Good morning, guten Tag, Grüezi. Hola, bonjour, and hello. Today's episode is going to focus on financial education and the life of an early 20-ish woman on her path on financial independence and how she's all going on about this. Yep, that's me, Araminta, the co-host of this podcast. You'll learn all about me and my personal fight journey. So, yep, hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage, and making the most of your money. This was your host, Alvar, Arminta, and Matthias. Hi, I'm Warren Buffett, and I also listen to the Financial Independence Podcast in Europe. <laughs> Welcome, Europeans. So, today I've got a really special episode for you because I'm interviewing my fellow co-host, Araminta. Araminta is one of our team of three and she's working really hard with us on the podcast and is going to tell us today something about who she actually is um, and where her life is about, her blog Financially Mint and her brainchild Financial Education. She's going to talk on all those topics a bit and give us a brief breakdown and explanation on all of that. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. So, so to get started, I'm going to throw the mic over to Araminta. And Araminta, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give a bit of uh, a background of like where you're from, what are you doing, why are you interested in FI? And yeah, bring it on. Hello. Thank you, Alvar, for such a nice introduction. Yes, I am Araminta um, and one of the lucky co-hosts of this amazing podcast. So a bit about me. Uh, I'm still in university and currently living in Edinburgh, uh, but I am soon to be moving to Barcelona, where uh, I used to live. I am half Spanish, half Scottish, and um, yeah, going to go work there. So I initially um, discovered financial independence in the entire community through my own uh, personal finance blog. It's called Financially Mint. You can find me on financiallymint.com. A bit of promo there. Um, and I focus primarily on helping other students understand and manage money. It's as simple as that. So my goal with this website is to help students understand, you know, what the hell are taxes, uh, what is interest, how to start saving, uh, investing, why is it important. And I do this through articles, I do a few interviews, uh, I do like weird experiments and stuff. And, and yeah, that's the goal of the blog, really. And uh, thanks to this blog, I slowly entered the personal finance community. And one day I went to a financial independence meetup here in Edinburgh. And who did I meet? Alvar. He started talking to me about this podcast that he had started with our third co-host, Matthias. And I was so interested that I wanted to join. And here we are. So, yeah, that's a bit of a summary of who I am. Araminta, it's really awesome to hear. What I would also really like to know is, like, um, like when you heard about uh, financial independence, about FI, and you started to read, read um, when you started to read about Mr. Money Moustache and everything, like, what kind of a feeling did it give you? Did it open a new world? Was it new? Did it feel natural? Was it weird? Was it like rocket science? How did it feel for you to, like, read all those terms and stories for the first time? Well, it's funny because uh, I didn't discover Mr. Money Mustache until like three months ago. Uh, so he wasn't, uh, surprisingly, he wasn't one of the first ones I discovered. But um, uh, how did it feel? It felt very exciting. And honestly, it wasn't financial independence that got me excited. It was just discovering that um, that I could learn more about money. And uh, I was I did discover it through a pretty like traditional book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, and I was I was in I was doing my gap here. I was in Shanghai in China where I was working 
and I came across this book because I was just reading and I came across this book and I read it and, and I was mind boggled because I suddenly just realized that we know nothing about money. We have no idea how to manage it or or how it works. And, and I realized, okay, I need to do something about that. Um, and so thanks to that, that's why I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to teach myself and at the same, I'll teach myself and then write about it. That's how the blog was born. And then I got into financial independence and, and I got very excited about the movement because I thought, wow, it just, I mean, it, it shows you that you don't need to spend your entire life working and, and it just gives you so much hope and so much excitement to think, you know, I don't have to do what everyone else is doing. I don't have to be dead every day. I don't have to be complaining every morning that I that it's the morning. I don't have to be waiting for the weekend. Like all those feelings I had also in school, just normal high school, I didn't actually have to have them for the rest of my life. And that got me so excited that um, I'm very glad I went to that meetup and met you, Alvar, and started this podcast. It almost sounds like you were cracking open an egg. And in this egg, you found like, hey, wait, like what I've been told, the 40 years everybody is working, the 9 to 5 jobs, the BS um, people are uh, telling about life, it's actually not needed. There are ways around it. And the only reason why we have to do this is because um, life is set up like that and everybody expects and thinks it's needed. But there are actually way more ways around it, way more uh, ways to live life than just um, work 40 years. You could live, uh, work 10 years and live an amazing life afterwards. Now, thank you so much for uh, that insight, Araminta. So then to go on a little bit on today's topic, um, financial education, because that is your um, topic of main interest. And what I would really like to know is, um, so what do you consider financial education and why is it so important for people to learn about so financial education is really um, what is lacking in school. And that's what hit me so hard when I read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I was so shocked. I was like, he, he's talking about these things. And I'm like, I have no idea. And I, I had just recently graduated from high school when I read this book. And I was I was just shocked. And that's when I realized that's what's really lacking in high school and in university. Um, and people, students graduate from university with no idea, you know, how to make a good, how to make good money, uh, how to invest, um, you know, the whole pay yourself method, never even heard of it. So that's why I, 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 I made it my mission. First, my mission was to teach myself. And then I realized that while I was teaching myself, I could help other students. And that's what, uh, that's what got me into financially mint into the entire blog. And um, yeah, financial education is very important because uh, even in Europe, every single country has a very different financial, political, maybe not political, has a very different system. So it's very hard to give advice um, to everyone because everyone has it different. So that's why you want to start with financial education. You want to start by telling people, do your research, do some learning. And, and that's why I'm so adamant on uh, financial education, on, on teaching what schools on haven't done well no on on helping on 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 doing what schools haven't done really ha, on on filling that gap in the education system it's painful wow well, i that's completely nuts in the sense that um 
what you're saying is that schools are teaching things that are like there's a lacking in te- in the teachings of schools. They don't tell us anything about financial education. They don't prepare us for real life. They don't tell us what interest is, what an insurance is, how we should apply for a mortgage. Nobody has a clue. Um, you finding this already out at this age, um, that's that's truly amazing. Okay, then, wow, I'm, I'm flabbergasted like that. Well done, well done. Um, so just to go a bit further on to that. So say I am um, a person, I've read a couple of things about financial education, about Mr. Money Moustache, or just about pensions in general, and I'm like, I have no idea where this is all about. How do I get started? How do I learn where financial education, where all those terms where they are about, like, how can I approach that? Well, of course, I'd say step one, go to my website. <laughs> but no, honestly, um, I what I tell people is, um, if first, it could be you're trying to help someone else or you're trying to get started yourself. But I would say start slowly, which means w- read a book about it or watch a movie about it or uh, play a game about it. So a game could be the cash flow game. A movie could be something like The Minimalist. That's a great documentary, sorry. A documentary that's great to get started on financial independence or personal finance. So you want to start slowly. You don't want to start like with all this info because it can be quite overwhelming. And after you get used to this idea of, you know, financial dependence, of, you know, getting a bit more involved in your finance, and after that, you really want to start with the budget. That's the trick. You start with the budget. So you you calculate, uh, you, you start tracking your expenses, you spend see what your income is, you open up a spreadsheet and you really start calculating what's going on with your, your, figuring out what's up with your finances. You really start putting it. Once you have the budget, I would start with um, saving, which would mean the pay yourself method. I would start with that. So I usually uh, advise to students 15% and even if they have uh, a loan or a pretty low income, I tell them you want to start getting the habit, you know, soon. So 15%. And after that, you'll have that system in place because really what you want to do is have a system. You can't just rely on your willpower and say, yeah, next month I'm going to spend less and I'm going to earn more. No, no, no. You need a system. So that's why the pay yourself uh, method is amazing. The minute you get your income, allocate 15% to a savings account. And I tell students savings. Let's not start with investing because we're still getting used to the idea, right? And then after that... um, I say, okay, great, you've got a system in place. Now you want to start getting used to like the idea. You want to start doing research. You want to start educating yourself because sadly the the schools haven't done it for us. So really you're just out there by yourself. You've got to do it yourself. So um, yeah, you can go to my website. You can go to plenty of others. Um, This is including Mr. Money Mustache and the personal finance community, the escape artist, um, and listen to podcasts, watch more movies, just get involved in the community and start to understand there's a great Reddit group and we're just starting one now, r slash UK students or any other. Reddit is a great place for like finding information. So that's when you want to really start like financially educating yourself. And and once you've had the budget and once you're used to like, okay, wow, I've got to sort my money out. Uh, understanding what a student loan is, that's really, just understanding it, because once you understand it, then you'll know what to do with it. So, um, yeah, it's that's the, the big part of financial education. And then after that, I always say, like, um, 
get an app or like um, an app to manage your money or like software or something because then it'll automate it for you and it can be more interesting if you've got like uh, I use Starling or something and I can see all my expenses it's pretty good and um, and yeah use those apps and then just continuously educate yourself that's the most important it's not an end it never ends you're always educating yourself keep reading the magazines keep up to date with the news keep going that's how I would get people to educate themselves. Wow, Aramant, that's a great breakdown of how people can approach this because really in the end it's just, um, it's not rocket science, it's not complicated. You have to make it part of your daily system, of your weekly process of actually getting into the habit of checking uh, your spending, of tracking everything, just being aware of where your money is going, making it part of your system and just um, be aware, base your actions on being aware and having data on where your money goes. And that's all it is in the end. And really great breakdown. And thank you so much for that. Um, also, to make it a bit more practical, uh, could you throw in like your own personal breakdown of like how you spend your money on uh, on a monthly and annual basis? Like how that's kind of like look. Can you like you know say you had to. Uh, craft um, a budget for um, a weekly meal for yourself just like kind of you know roughly what you spend where you go and how you divide it out holiday wise and the savings categories because obviously you know we've got housing we've got food we've got holiday we've got savings can you give me like a rough breakdown of how that's looking like for you yes of course um well in the, the past three four months i have been traveling so um the money has been like the spending has been a bit all over the place but before that or even recently uh, i was pretty proud of myself i was trying to do um i set like an experiment of doing like 15 pounds a month uh, sorry 15 pounds a week um so that's maybe what 17 euros a week on food so i tried to spend only 17 euros a week on food and and it was fine because i just yeah i just calculated it so yeah that'd be food then going out going out is my biggest weakness because i love uh just you know meeting up with people i mean i'm not talking about partying i'm just meeting up for drinks obviously i live in edinburgh which is a little more ex bit more expensive than uh, other places in europe and it's always hard for me to limit my my like expenses to to go out and have drinks because i want to enjoy myself like everyone else so um i do try and i just have one pint or i i just you know try not to go too much um, and then rent I do not pay for. I am very lucky because uh, I am living in the f with my well, not with my parents, but in the flat of my mother. Uh, traveling is quite a big part of my expenses because I do have to go back to Europe quite a lot since my family, my father is in France, and my mother is in Spain. Uh, and then I, I, yeah, I need to. And then I like to travel and explore, so I set myself something like two hundred pounds a month for that. Um, and then, uh, and then clothes, I am currently living in a very pretty small room, uh, which we are in right now with Oliver. And, uh, as we can both see, my clothes are pretty, um, what? limited. <laughs> They're pretty limited, which I'm fine with. I, I don't, uh, I don't spend too much money on clothes, so I'm okay with that. I should probably buy another jumper though. But, um, yes. So my big, biggest expense really is travel and, um... And then I like to, uh, this month, for example, I I set 15% to uh, my investments and then I set 5% to stock picking because I like playing around with stocks. And I set 10% to filling up my emergency fund because uh, I've been using a bit of it, which is not good. So 
Um, that's really like the minute I get an income because I get several income streams as a freelancer the um, I have different percentages go to different priorities so that's a bit of a breakdown of I don't always keep to them I'm not gonna lie it's hard um, because but I mean as long as I do my percentages the first thing I get my income I do my percentages the rest is a bit like ooh but um I try to I try to stick to it cool thank you for that Araminta because in the past we've already talked a bit about Matthias budget and mine but it's also really interesting to hear your mm-hmm. Um, and how it's set up in this weird hybrid flexible way that's like partly percentage based and partly like actual amounts like you wanting to spend 15 pounds a week on food but at the same time uh, spending probably a whole lot of money on actual traveling way more than you actually spent on now that's an interesting perspective thank you so much for that so then i want to throw in another one where do you see yourself in the future Where do you see yourself going in the next, say, three to five... Well, no, let's start with where do you see yourself going in the next two years? And then uh, where do you see yourself going in the next five years as two different categories? And just, yeah, give us an idea of, like, where are you going to be? How are you going to look like? What kind of crazy things will you explore? Bring it on. That's a very hard question, especially since I'm still studying. So at the moment, I am uh, studying online through the Open University, a business and finance degree. I am working online since I both uh, manage a blog and I'm a freelancer in digital marketing and VA, so virtual assistant. And I am currently looking for an internship. I did have one, but um, they cancelled on me. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I'm still looking for an internship, hopefully, uh, yeah, and definitely in Barcelona. Uh, so what are my goals in the next two years? Really, uh, my goals are to learn because I am following an untraditional path to to, to education. I'm, I am not in a traditional university. I am studying online uh, and I love it. It's really amazing. Uh, and it gives me the flexibility to really do what I want. And at the moment, I, uh, I want to learn uh, hands-on experience in a business. This is what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm lear- looking to learn leadership skills. I'm looking to expand my horizon, maybe live in a few different countries because I love geo-arbitrage and trying new um, cities, trying new cities and new places and studying and working. So the next two years will probably be mostly just learning, teaching myself how to manage a business because my goal eventually is to start my own business uh and actually yeah in five years that's about the time that i've given myself so in the next four to five years including those two years uh would be uh just educating myself and obviously earning money at the same time but so yeah just whether it's an internship in an actual company uh traveling um interviews i think i learned so much by doing interviews it's amazing studying online um just doing a bit of everything uh, and i think having a real world experience will will really help me once i get started on this because i also read quite a lot of books uh and and i just you know i i i'm trying to i don't have a strategy yet but i'm gonna build that strategy and i'm gonna put that business idea um i don't have so <laughs> I'm, i'm going to um brainstorm you know, in, so i'm building up a strategy so that in five years i am ready and i can start um the company uh and it's still undecided what it's going to be about but i all i know is that in five years i'm going to start something and um that's that's what i'm working towards um for the moment Wow, thank you so much for that. It really sounds like um, you're a working mastermind work uh, project in progress um, in that sense. Um, so really interesting take. But I, would, I also would like to ask um, in terms of your, like, your financial goals, because you have the amazing thing where you've got time on your side. Like all of us 
semi-old people um, <laughs> that like either started really late with investing or weren't aware of it like when they were younger you have the chance to like accomplish 10 times more than we've ever done just because you already know this stuff are you going to take advantage of that <laughs> well you are asking a financial independent podcaster uh, i definitely am going to be taking so yes you're right i'm in my early 20s at the moment and um how will i be taking advantage of this well as i said before uh 50% of my income goes to investing i'm currently investing in sorry alvar who loves dividend investing but i'm doing index funds typical vanguard life strategy uh 100% equity because since i'm young i'm like okay let's just get on with the stock market so that's where my 50 50% of my income goes to that And then um, I do a bit, I like, love experiments. So I try a bit of everything. As I said before, I'm doing stock picking, which might not be a good idea, but I only put in money that I can afford to lose. So it's okay, guys, chill. Um, I do a bit of stock picking. I also do, uh, I have, I'm going to get into dividend investing because Alvar has told me, has given me some good advice and, and I want to try it. Uh, I have some money in peer-to-peer uh, -peer lending and it's with Mintos and it has given me not, I mean, I mean like, I haven't put much money, so obviously the internet has, hasn't been very high. And apart from that, um, that's pretty much it. And yeah, that's um, that's pro pretty much where all the money uh, is going at the moment. Uh, but as you said, Alvar, I am indeed taking advantage, advantage of compound interest and getting in on, you know, uh, the stock market and getting in early. And it's probably going to crash the next few years, but I am okay with it because uh, I'm in here for the long term. So, yeah. Okay, thank you for that insight. Can you, how is your uh, post-fi life looking like? So it's funny because I don't think I'm on a very, I'm not on the traditional path to financial independence. I'm not trying to get a high income, a high salary, and then have a high savings rate so that then I can retire early. So really what I'm focusing on at the moment is designing my life how I want. So this means um, I work on what I want, podcast, I love it. I work on my website uh, and the freelancing is more on the side, but it provides me an income to continue living. I'm just focusing really on, on the website, on educating myself and in the future we'll see. I mean, I am still, as you said, uh, I am still in my early 20s. So for the moment, I'm just more like preparing myself. I haven't really, you know, I'm, I'm not there yet. My goal is is just to, to every day, and Chusify says this very well, uh, every day to be intentional, right? Every day I'm doing what I want. I'm focusing on what I want. I'm working on what I want. And just having that in mind, that, that makes me feel okay. I'm not working towards you know, finally being retired. So yeah, at the moment I'm just, uh, I'll see, I'm seeing where it takes me. Thank you for that great answer. So it, it's really, you are a working, learning mastermind in progress <laughs> who is, has a, a clear picture of what she wants, but is open to changes and just is in constant development and wants to live the way she wants and not have that determined by any other in this world. If that's how I would summarize your answer. Now, thank you so much for that. So to dive into the last question of this interview then, um, Araminta, if you could bring on one podcast, article, note, newspaper that no nobody has ever heard of, but you really love and you would really like to give to us um, an advice, listen to it, read it, watch it, uh, what would it be and why? So if you are an English speaker, which you probably are, By list, if you're listening to this, I would recommend an amazing magazine called Money Week. Uh, I have I haven't met the the editor, but she's amazing. 
uh, Marin Somerset Webb. She had her own fr- uh, show in the um, the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh, and she is amazing. And this this Money Week is a magazine that comes out uh, uh, every week, and it it summarizes everything that happened in the world, but to do with finance. And it's not like the Financial Times where you know it goes on and on and on. There's so many articles you don't know what to read. The Money Week is really like condensed, well done, and you can I mean even in when I'm in Spain I can get it because I. I'm subscribed and uh, and it's nice to, to change a bit because a lot of resources and stuff are online, blogs, movies, videos and magazine is just like a break from that and I still get to learn about money just, you know, like a book. Like uh, And it's like a little break. Every week I get this and I'm excited. I'm like, yay, I'm going to see what's going on in the world in the, in the last week and, and it's really well summarized, really well written and she's funny and I love it and I recommend it to most people. So Araminta, uh, then to finish it up with the last note of this interview, where can people find you? Website, blog, Twitter, handles, bring it on. So, of course, you can find me at my website, uh, financiallymint.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, all as Financially Mint. So, very easy to find me there. Um, And uh, email is arminta at financiallymint.com. Feel free to send me any email or any questions. um, And, yeah, looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you for that answer, Araminta, and that concludes the show for today. You thank you very much for listening, and wish you an amazing day. Bye bye. Arif, Dachi, tschüss. Guten Tag. Thank you all for listening. Bonjour. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing to your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu. Thank you for listening and see you next time.